Welcome to the iFarmWell podcast, part of a toolkit to help farmers like you cope effectively with life's challenges and get the most out of every day. I'm Drew Radford and I'll be taking you through eight episodes. The purpose of these episodes is to equip farmers like you with new tools to take charge and reduce the negative impact stressful situations have on your life so that you have more time and energy to focus on the things that make you happy. In this episode, we will be exploring our thoughts. In a way, thoughts are like bullies. If you get caught in believing your thoughts, particularly the negative ones, it can feel like your thoughts are bullies, pushing you around and telling you what to do. This episode will help you understand the power your thoughts have over the way you feel. We will also teach you to become more aware of the thoughts or stories your mind plays to you and how to look at your thoughts rather than from or through your thoughts. In the next episode, we'll get you to practice evaluating whether or not a particular thought is helpful to tune into or not. Hopefully, by the time you've listened to these first two podcasts, you'll start to get your head around how to let go of unhelpful thoughts and focus on the things that make your life better. Before we get into that, I'd like to introduce you to Kim, who's a farmer from South Australia. Kim's had a rough few years, but has found putting these sorts of strategies from iFarmWell into place really useful. You know, farmers that are are sole operators and they're on their own, the trouble is that you're left to your own thoughts and your thoughts might be wrong. They're actually negative thoughts and you're actually getting yourself into into a corner that you can't get out of. So it's really important, especially that sole farmers uh, do something like this, like I farm well, because at least you've got something, some good information to get a hold of. Whereas if you're left to your own thoughts, you're going down and down and you're flat out getting back up again. One good thing about I Farm Well is that it helps you identify the problems that you've got and, the, and your thoughts, the way your thought patterns are going wrong. And not only does it identify those things, but it will actually give you tools to be able to get over those, those problems that you've identified. It's actually taught me to step back a bit from that, think a bit more about how you're thinking and, and try and uh, yeah, get back on track as, as, as far as enjoying life a lot more. Thanks, Kim. That sums it up really well. Now, let's get started. Did you know that our minds generate and throw hundreds of thoughts at us every hour? In fact, over the course of a day, we think between 70,000 and 90,000 thoughts. That is a lot of thinking. While there's nothing wrong with thinking, the more thoughts we pay attention to, the more worn out we feel. Thinking allows us to solve problems and come up with new ideas. But not all thoughts are accurate, pleasant or productive. Even untruthful thoughts influence how we feel. Picture this. Two people are standing near a tank and a snake slithers past them. One person thinks, oh, there's a snake. It's a long way from me and it won't be interested in biting. So he stays where he is and he feels quite calm. The other person thinks, oh, there's a snake, they're deadly, 
Bob got bitten by a snake and he almost died. It looks ferocious and it might bite me. And he ends up leaping onto the tank, feeling scared. It's the same situation, but different reactions. The only thing different is how these two people think about the event. Their thoughts influence how they go on to feel and behave. Have you ever looked around and asked yourself why you can't be happy like everyone else is? Other people look happy and they seem to have it all. But do you know what? They do suffer and you are like them. Their minds are saying unpleasant stuff to them as well. They do feel down and they also do feel stressed at times. What most people find is that their thoughts are often focused around a particular topic and show up over and over again. We call these stories. Talking about these unpleasant stories or thoughts and the feelings that result isn't really encouraged in our culture. People are often afraid they'll sound like a whinger. But the truth is, everyone's mind says nasty things to them and everyone has felt sadness, shame, loss, anxiety, embarrassment, fear and pain at some point in their life. While most people try to put on happy faces and pretend life is all good, it isn't and can't always be. So the first step towards helping you feel less bullied and upset by your thoughts is to work out exactly what thoughts catch your attention and bully you and how much you actually believe in them. Which unpleasant stories does your mind tell you? This might include thoughts like, I feel like I'm up against the world. I'm no good. Why can't I ever succeed? No one understands me. I've let people down. I'll give you a few seconds to think about your stories. Here's a hint. I'm not good enough and I'm unlovable are really common ones. The thing is, it's totally normal to have unhelpful worries and thoughts. But when we become really focused, consumed, preoccupied or disabled by them, then they can become a problem. There are two very common thought traps ordinary people like you and me often fall into that can make us feel depressed and stressed, or in some cases, even addicted and isolated. Learning about these traps will help you recognise them if you're already feeling stuck and avoid them if you face trying times in the future, which, like everyone else, you inevitably will. Thought trap number one is becoming stuck or welded on your thoughts and believing everything your mind says to you is true and real. If you get caught in the believing trap, this is when it can feel like your thoughts are like bullies, pushing you around and telling you what to do. So, if you get caught in the believing trap, when your mind says something like, no one will want to speak to me if I go to the pub tonight, you believe it and you stay home alone. 
This is probably inconsistent with what matters to you most, such as being social or being part of the community. As a result of believing your thought and acting based upon your thought, you miss out on seeing your friends and you'll probably end up feeling miserable. One of our mind's favourite things to do is to generate thoughts about threats which make you feel anxious or worried if you believe in them. Our minds constantly scan the environment for threats and danger. This might have been helpful back when we were cavemen and needed to protect ourselves from vicious animals, but it's certainly not helpful today when it's more likely for animals to worry about us. After all, when was the last time you were chased by a lion when you were walking through the scrub? The second very common thought trap is putting a lot of time effort and energy into avoiding, trying to get rid of, suppressing or escaping upsetting thoughts, feelings, memories, images, urges and sensations. In the physical material world, avoiding or fixing things works really well. For example, if there is a snake approaching you, you avoid it. If there's a flat tyre, you fix it. If you have underperforming soil, you fertilise it. But when our minds try to do the same things with our inner world, the world of thoughts, feelings, memories, sensations and urges, then fixing, avoiding, burying or suppressing doesn't work so well. Have you ever seen a pink sheep? No, good. It might be a worry if you had. Now close your eyes for 10 seconds and try not to think about a pink sheep. So, what happened? You couldn't help but think of the pink sheep since I mentioned it, could you? Usually, the more we try to block things out, like the thought of the pink sheep, the more likely they are to stick around. If they go temporarily they usually end up coming back stronger than before. It sometimes seems as though avoiding, blocking or distracting helps in the short term, like drowning our sorrows with alcohol. But this usually means we waste effort and energy and create extra suffering for ourselves in the long term. We might neglect our responsibilities and lose things that are important to us. Do you think using suppression or avoidance strategies to manage things that upset you actually makes things worse and leads to longer-term pain? Most people find that if they think really hard about it, the answer is yes. But what's the alternative? You might have spent your whole life coping using distraction and avoidance. What else are you supposed to do? To learn more about the alternative, here's an exercise for you. It may sound a bit strange at first, but hang in there. There's an important message. Now just imagine that in front of you, you can see all of the things that are important to you. It might be your family, friends, your dog, your cricket team, your garden, your stock, whatever. But then you're given a large open newspaper and you're asked to hold it up in front of your face so that you can't see any of these things that are important to you. Only the paper. On the pages of the newspaper are written all of the stories, worries, upsetting thoughts, 
difficult feelings and uncertainty that you are struggling with, just like everyone else. What most people want to do in situations like this is push away the newspaper and all of those difficult thoughts and feelings with it. Now, really imagine yourself pushing and just imagine pushing and pushing and pushing 14 hours a day or however long it is that you're awake. How are your arms going? Fighting all these thoughts, feelings and uncertainty. It's exhausting, isn't it? And when you're doing this, how easy is it to do whatever it is that's important to you? Things like hug a family member, help your neighbour, win at cricket or tennis, enjoy your garden, talk to your mate, or maybe it's even just pull a sheep out of a dam. But what is the alternative, you might ask? What we are hoping you can learn from this podcast series is how to stop struggling with all this difficult stuff and how to lay these difficult thoughts and feelings down in your lap and put your energy into things that are going to make your life better, not worse. These difficult thoughts and feelings have not gone away, but by letting go of them and letting them rest in your lap, life is a whole lot easier and you can use your arms and energy to do whatever it is you value the most. Hug your kids, help your neighbour, win at cricket or tennis, enjoy your garden, talk to your mate, or even pull that sheep out of the dam. In other words, you will learn to adjust your relationship with your thoughts and feelings and get more distance from them so that they have less power over you. To do this, the first thing you need to do is just view thoughts as thoughts, not necessarily the truth. As the last exercise with the newspaper demonstrates, trying to fight them off or escape them just wastes energy. The key thing to remember is when you stop the struggle with your thoughts, you have not forgotten about them and they won't stop coming. It's just that you are simply viewing your thoughts as thoughts and it frees you up to put your energy into things that will make your life better. So we've learned about how our mind tells us stories, how we can get stuck in thought traps and why it's important to be able to get distance from difficult thoughts and feelings and not always believe them. Before we finish up, let's hear from Kim again. Kim has learned how to handle his thoughts so that they don't get the better of him. You know, it, it's really easy to have those bad thoughts and you think, I, I just can't stand this anymore, I want to get away. But there is always a reason. That, you know, if it's not your, your children, it's someone that you love or, you know, if you won't do it for yourself, do it for them. And, and if you look hard enough and you even find someone to talk to, there's plenty of people nowadays that have been really open about their depression experience, have a talk to them. There's always a way. And uh, the trouble is that when those sort of things happen, people get themselves into the corner that they think they can't get out of, but it's actually an illusion, it's not true. You can get out of it. You All you have to do is make the move. In the next episode, we'll take a look at some practical tools to help you put this all into practice. We hope the strategies will help you, just like they help Kim. Remember, if you'd like some extra free help to enable you to build these strategies into your life, 
Register to complete the modules and receive text message reminders at ifarmwell.com.au today. I'm Drew Radford and thanks for listening to the iFarmwell podcast. Catch you next time. If this podcast brings up any difficult emotions for you, please reach out to someone you can talk to or call Lifeline on 131114 or the Beyond Blue support service on 1300 22 4636 at any time.